Hello and welcome to the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local Forever Production. Now here are your hosts, Nick and Bill. When you say alright, it makes me feel alright. Hello. Welcome to Pillow Talk. Yes, welcome. Today is Comic-Con Day. Yes! Yes! Oh, so happy. So on today's episode of Pillow Talk, we'll be reviewing uh, the 2015 San Diego Comic-Con. We weren't there. No, I wish we were. So we'll be reviewing the coverage that you've probably already seen. We're covering the coverage... That you've probably already watched. probably already watched. So uh, we're going to assume... Well... We're going to assume that you've seen a lot of the previews and things. So if you haven't watched or listened or observed any Comic-Con news, you might want to go watch some trailers now. Uh, we'll put some links to those things in the show notes so you can see them. Uh, but thank you and welcome to Pillow Talk. Yes, welcome. Uh, that's Nick. Yes, I'm Nick. And I'm Bill. And that's Bill. Yep. Uh, again, for those of you who didn't do it in the first two episodes, please make sure that you're checking out our website. Yes. Uh, uh, I forget what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Localflavorproductions.net. Yeah, that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Pillow Podcast. Uh, at the $200 man. Or at the Bill Heron on the Twitter. Um, yeah, so you want to just Let's kick it off. But in. before we jump into Comic-Con news, Nick, I did have something I wanted to bring to you. Uh, I have a pitch. Oh, a pitch. That yes, I'd like yes, to pitch. Yes, the pitch. I know you have one as well. Yes. Uh, uh, so yeah. uh, do you want to go first? Yeah, so I have a pitch, and it is, it, this is a quick one. So... Uh, I was thinking of food ideas the other day. I thought it'd be great if there's a business called Falafel on a Waffle. Nice. But you got to say it fast. you got to say Falafel on a Waffle. Falafel on a Waffle. Yes. Uh, I don't know what a Falafel is. I don't either. But I do know I like waffles. Who doesn't? Yeah. So if I'm imagining what a Falafel is, it's some other form of like a pancake. <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe. Uh, but Falafel on a Waffle. That's my that's my pitch. It's brilliant. Yes. Um, also, best pancake I ever ate was at Disney World. Oh. There's a Mickey pancake uh, in the kids' section of the buffet. You hated the kids' section of the buffet. It, they didn't have any Mickey waffles in the adult section of the buffet. Uh, I don't know if it was the extra Disney magic that was included in the waffle that made it delicious, but the Mickey waffle, uh, greatest invention known to man. Uh, so my, my quick pitch, I'd like to set the stage for you. Yes. So what you're going to do. Somebody out there is going to buy an orchard or just buy a large tract of land, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Plant a bunch of apple trees. Okay. Okay. And the apple trees are going to grow up and they're going to make apples. Yeah. So now when you have an apple orchard, there's always a, a marketplace, a country store, some kind of a place in there, right? Yep. So sometimes they have wineries, the little wine rooms included, yeah. sell some regular cider, some apple cider, uh, which I guess is regular cider, but some hard cider perhaps. Yeah. And this building is going to be called the Cider House. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Because 
It's a cider house. So uh, in the cider house, a lot of times you've got uh, like a code of conduct, perhaps, <laughs> that you would want people to abide by when they're in your cider no house. No running. Don't stick your finger in the cider. Exactly. You're going to post those rules right on the wall. Yeah. Okay? And the title, right, the top of this rule, it's going to read Cider House Rules. <laughs> So there you have it. It never gets old. I'm going <laughs> to... Nick did get a preview of this. But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to buy a farm and plant some apple trees, build a store so I can post the Cider House rules on the sign. We can do that with... I have a farm that has a old run-down apple orchard. Nice. That we could just replant apple trees. And we could and they can make the Cider House rules? And we can make the Cider, <laughs> cider House Would rules. it technically be a remake? Or would this just be a reboot of the Cider House World? Reboot. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so there you have it. We also had one other thing we wanted to touch on before we dived headstrong into the Comic-Con coverage. Uh, Nick, you and I both saw a story the other day about a group called the Furries. Oh, gosh, yeah, the, the Furries. I don't remember too much about that. No, so the Furries had a convention in Pittsburgh. We, uh, that's where it was. And yes. these were grown people who, uh, earmuffs kids, well, I guess it doesn't really matter. Well, no, because, uh, I mean... Dressed up like, or wore full... Fledged costumes kind of, of like, animals with heads and things. Kind of like mascots, I, is what I attribute. Except it, mascots are real. But, yeah, they're real. So these would be people pretending to be mascots. Yes, but and they also, if I understand the furry culture correctly, and <laughs> the furry I, culture, I would like to say that I am not a furry. <laughs> Let's throw that. Not out that there. there's anything wrong. Not with that, that there's anything wrong. With that teach their own. Uh, but. Um, uh, they also enact whatever, however their cur their, I want to call it a character. They're like, acting they're, as a yeah, character, yeah, sure. As, as their animal or spirit animal, whatever would would. <laughs> their would their act. what was it in Harry Potter the, uh, not the Horcrux but their um, the Horcrux there were Horcruxes. Oh man, sorry guys. Uh, I don't remember. More nerds are yelling at us. <laughs> yeah, um, but, anyway. but that's what they do. I mean, and there's sometimes a. Uh, 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 an intimate nature um, uh, to what they do, but uh, th- I don't know that that's as well publicized as as what they are. They just they like to dress up as as animals. They like basically it's people who really like Halloween. <laughs> but they, the they, Patronus, by the way, uh, Harry the Potter Patronus. fans, the Patronus. Uh, thank you. The Patronus. <laughs> basically, it's people who really like Halloween. But don't want to give it up when they're older. Yeah, now, these guys were great because apparently they were in Pittsburgh and... Steeler country. <laughs> right. Was uh, one of them Ben Roethlisberger? I, I mean, it, it could have been he was dressed it, as a furry. It seems like his crime. But they actually did a parade <laughs> oh, in Pittsburgh. So they didn't just stick in the convention center this time. They actually went out into the community to parade themselves. Was it a fur pride parade? <laughs> I'm just going to leave that alone. <laughs> Uh, Pittsburgh, by the way, trivia question uh, is, well, I guess Pittsburgh is the answer to the trivia question is what cities, sports teams all have the same colors? Oh. The Penguins, the Steelers, and the Pirates are all yellow and white and black. Interesting. Only only country, well, 20 years ago it was the only only city in the country that that happened. Interesting. It might happen now, I don't know. Uh, I mean, and who cares about Pittsburgh? Wow, going to get some hate mail from Pittsburgh. For what is worth, Pittsburgh, your baseball park 
Greatest ballpark I've ever seen. Oh, sure. PNC Park's a beautiful ballpark. My favorite one ever. But it's still home to the Pirates. And I'm a Cub fan, and Pittsburgh's ballpark was my favorite one ever. Really? Yeah, it was beautiful. Best park. Best park that I've been to of the 25 or whatever. If anyone would like me to go see their home ballpark because you'd like to pitch it to me, uh, send a check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With airfare. Fly them down. For my family and I, we will go visit your ballpark and we'll report back. Yeah. Happy to. That's a thing that you do. Happy, it is a thing that I do. I met a guy the other day that does that with minor league parks, and I immediately oh, thought he doesn't have as much commitment as Bill. Well, maybe he's <laughs> hit all the major league parks already. I don't because know. Because I would totally do the minor league ones next. I would hope. He was kind of old. He might be winding down on... <laughs> on his travel. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Right. <laughs> so we're going to dive headlong into San Diego Comic-Con coverage. I am so excited for San Diego <laughs> Comic-Con coverage. We have literally not talked about anything I know. Comic-Con related, except for that we wanted to discuss it In preparation the for the podcast. So um, I thought that it would make sense for us to start with the biggest hitter. Uh, so uh, to start with Star Wars. Oh, yes. Uh, so Star Wars, I mean, we feel like, I mean, I... I Watched the trailer. It was sure. great. Well, awesome. Awesome. Uh, fabulous. Um, but I don't know that we do. I mean, what do you? What would you like to talk about about Star Wars? Uh, well, I guess one. We didn't really learn anything new. No. With no. the the Star Wars coverage, yeah. except to learn that JJ that JJ Abrams is going to guard this information with the same ferocity that he guards all of his other movies. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. We didn't. Didn't learn anything. Nothing, nothing. I loved the fact that this showed us how some of the practical effects were done. Yeah. Uh, I love the fact that Star Wars is going back to practical effects instead of digital effects. So great. Uh, love that Simon Pegg is in the movie, even though he's costumed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I thought it was great. Harrison Ford showed up at the panel. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. I did not see the panel, though. I, I just saw I just saw the clip of him showing up and right. Mark Hamill and him. Uh, Congratulations, Harrison Ford. You were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, Did he uh, get a participant ribbon? Uh, probably. Okay. I would imagine they actually had to give him like uh, four or five of, participant yeah, ribbons yeah, to, to get him there. Uh, <laughs> Again, uh, just because there's a feeling, uh, the rumor has it that he might not be the nicest guy in the world. But and never been rude to me. Never. I mean, I've never met him. No, no, also but, never met him. But he's never been rude. But to we've me. heard interviews and just, I, I mean it. Not me. It was just awkward. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he just hasn't. Maybe he's not connecting with the people who are interviewing. He him. could be. I mean, he's also he could also just. I mean, whatever. he's also he's also Harrison been, Ford, and he's been doing interviews for how long? It's a zillion got, and a half years. Not that he's old, but a zillion and a half years. Yeah, I mean, that's gotta kind of take out wear on you, and you're like, oh gosh, this guy. Uh, again. Yes, I used the whip in Indiana Jones for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't actually pilot a. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not actually afraid of snakes. Yeah, I don't have a friend who's a Wookiee. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't throw terrorists off of Air Force One. It wasn't cold when I was frozen in carbonate. <laughs> he, he's got to get the same stuff over and over. Right? No, and Haitian. No. I didn't really have a relationship. <laughs> I wasn't really the president. Uh, you know. <laughs> See, I'm going like obscure, and you're hitting the top hits. Yeah, you know, because I mean, who's gonna go obscure? Me. Well, besides you. Oh, uh, besides. Me. I mean, I guess like somebody thought my Six Days and Seven Nights reference was great. Or Seven Days and Six Nights. Whichever it was, somebody laughed at that reference. Yeah. And I applaud you, sir. Or ma'am. Or child. Whoever. Whoever if, if it might have been. the kid in the backseat going, woo, Six Days and Seven Nights. Somebody's done something terribly wrong. Or someone has an awesome kid. Six Days and Seven Nights. Okay, yeah, that's you shouldn't no have your kids, children watching that. Well, no kid's going to sit through that. It'll feel like it was Six Days and Seven Nights. Yeah, oh, it felt like it for me, too. Uh, 
<laughs> so anyway, uh, so Star Wars, we are, after Comic-Con, still 100% completely on board with the movie. 100%, yeah. Um, not really more excited, because I don't know that it's possible for us to get... You know, I think the only way I'd be more excited for it was if it was the day I was going to see it. Which is going to be a great day. So that day, I'll be more excited, but until then, I don't know that I could possibly get more excited about Star Wars Episode Seven. I'm just happy with any information they give us. Perfect. And that's why I didn't have any talking points for it, really. All right. I was just, just like, yeah. thought we should mention it. No, no, no. I definitely think we should mention it. Practical effects. R+. Plus. Amazing. Perfect. So I thought we could then go into Fox's, uh, Fox's movies. Yes. Uh, ignoring, of course, the Fantastic Four reboot because Ugh. it's garbage. Well, I don't... We shouldn't say it's going to be. We haven't seen it. Okay. Um, I, I'm not a. I'm not a fan of what they're doing. I'm not gonna but, go see it. Well, no. Because but, again, the Fantastic Four aren't children. Well, you're gonna buy Reed Richards as a 20 year old kid. No. I Super mean, genius I, who can do all this great stuff. I could. No. I could, but no. I, I don't think that it's what people want to see from the Fantastic Four. It's not what anybody wants to see. Yes. Which is why I urge everyone not to go see the movie. And to be honest, the first two movies weren't at what anyone wanted to see from the Fantastic Four either. No, but I think the first two movies are going to be better than this reboot. I, I don't even know any. Well, you can't sink much lower. Than the silver, Rise of the Silver Surfer? Ooh. That hurts, doesn't That's it? That's rough. I, got a pained look on your face. I do, I do. So we're going to skip the Fantastic Four. Let's go into X-Men Apocalypse. X-Men Apocalypse. Did yeah. you see the pictures that have come out of, uh, of, um, oh, it's gone. I did not. I, I have to be honest. I did not see anything from X-Men it's, Apocalypse. It's gone. Aaron Rodgers' girlfriend, uh, Olivia Munn. Oh, they have okay. I'm gonna take this back. I'm sorry, Olivia Munn is it? Olivia Munn is gonna be in X Men Apoc- Age of Apocalypse. She is Cyclock, Cyclock, Cy, Psylocke, Psylocke. Um, and apparently they said that they had to uh, use a lubricating gel to actually get her into her costume. Interesting. Yeah, uh, they had pictures that came out a couple days ago. She looks very similar to the comic character. Really? Uh huh. With the, yeah. I wonder if they'll do any X-Force stuff. I don't know. Maybe. Not at, not at the moment, though. So they're doing X-Men Age of Apocalypse. What are your thoughts? Uh, I think the X-Men Age of Apocalypse will We just great. got uh, leaked footage, correct? I think so. I don't believe we got an official trailer. Yeah, we didn't get anything official, so it's kind of hard to like, it's tough. see. I'm really excited for it. Yeah. I mean, Age of Apocalypse, it's going to be great. It's going to hopefully you know, lead into other things. Yeah, it would, be, it would be swell if it could lead into Fox and Marvel actually getting their selves together like Fox and Sony have. And you would hope that that would actually happen, but... you know, it's probably not going to happen. I don't think... I think that we would be holding our breath for a long time. Oh, yeah. If we do. They but, had, uh, they had uh, Channing Tatum there teasing his role as Gambit in the upcoming film entitled Gambit. Like. Three. Magic Mike 3. Gambit's Revenge. <laughs> can, can we throw out a, throw out a tease? Uh, I want to say I haven't we, seen Magic I, Mike I, 3. I, and I want to say that I haven't or won't see Magic Mike 3. <laughs> but. but <laughs> Nick's got a lot of time on his hands, so he'll yeah. see almost anything. Yeah, I'll, I'll just watch things. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Gambit's a thing. Yeah. Uh, I didn't hate the character Gambit in uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. No. Didn't hate Gambit there. I didn't hate him. Uh, you uh, know what I did hate? Which will lead us into another I was going to say, you want to know the character I did yeah. hate? Deadpool. Deadpool. Uh, so let's let's move on to Deadpool. Since <laughs> since 
Uh, Nick's a big Deadpool fan. A super Deadpool fan. I thought the preview looked fantastic, even though it was shot on by secretly by some guys I watched. And you probably. can see like his thumb go. Oh over yeah, the... or somebody walk in front of him. But so let's take this piece by piece. Okay. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is back to reprise his role as Deadpool. Yes. Your thoughts? I think that Ryan Reynolds made a great Deadpool in the beginning of X-Men Wolverine. Or X-Men Origins, the Wolverine. Let's just Wolverine. call it the first Wolverine Okay, movie. the first the first Wolverine We know movie. what it's called, but we'll call it the first okay. Wolverine So in the first Wolverine movie, before you got him turned into... You whatever know, weird Deadpool whatever, thing they yeah, turned him into. Yeah, whatever weird thing they turned him into, that was perfect. That's what Deadpool is supposed to be. He's supposed to be a cocky guy who talks a lot and who has nothing but confidence... He's the merc with the mouth. Yeah, he's the merc with the mouth. Which they then sewed shut. Yeah, which they then put some, uh, what, a skin graft over his mouth or something stupid. <laughs> so and he then couldn't turned talk. Him, and then turned him into Baraka from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw that, I couldn't have been, I was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Baraka from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so. Come here. <laughs> so. <laughs> So okay, so that. So was, Ryan Reynolds, you're you're okay with Ryan Reynolds I'm 100% as Deadpool? On board with Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Okay. I really could not think of somebody else to play him. So what about the footage we saw? The footage we saw is very good. It's the it's staying true to the origin story of him being in the military, having cancer, joining the Weapon X program to get rid of the cancer, um, and then basically becoming Deadpool. Okay. Um, he has the same, you know, mannerisms that he had before, you know, the Weapon X program. Uh, he then, you know, turned into Deadpool, still the same cocky guy. This time, he can't die. Um, the only complaint that I have about this trailer, and the only complaint I think that people will have about this movie, if they're aware of Deadpool in any, in any aspect. Which is actually interesting in this room, because you're... Intimately, well, not intimately, but you were very aware of Deadpool, I'd whereas, <laughs> whereas <laughs> I have no knowledge of Deadpool other than the fact that he's the merc with the mouth and that he's really funny. He's hilarious. So what's the um, complaint? Then? So, okay, some people will some people probably hate this about the comics, but I actually find it funny. In his comics, he has an internal monologue. So he, ha- he breaks the fourth wall. He does. He breaks the fourth wall a lot, but he has conversations with himself. Which is like will be you know his brain will be telling him one thing and he'll answer out loud and his brain will tell him another thing and he'll answer out loud, and that's fabulous. And I get they probably can't do that for the movie, but that's a big part. No, he could probably talk to himself. And he probably does. And he probably does. But you know that's the only thing that I've seen so far that I would complain about about the movie. Was that in the trailer? No, this was just it was leaked. It was it was said in some interview and I don't remember where I saw it. I want to say it might have been Bleeding Cool. That he's going to break the fourth wall. That, That's no, the problem. That, no, that he won't. Oh, that he won't, won't break that, the fourth they, wall. They won't. Yeah, they won't have that. They won't have that conver- that mental conversation. Oh, so the fact that they're that the rumor is that they're going to omit the internal monologue would be the only complaint that someone would have. Okay. If they were aware of, and if they're not aware of Deadpool at all, they won't care cuz they won't miss it. Right, it's they just not there. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe that's something that like they're building to. You know, in a future movie. God, please give them give us a future movie. Uh, but <laughs> <it's>, uh, <laughs> at least for right now, that's what I'm going on record as saying. 
but it's it's great. It had great moments. It had the the moment when he said, "Just don't make my my costume uh, <laughs> green, green or animated." Yeah, green or yeah. animated. And he called. What did he call the girl? He was like, "You're just gonna leave me here with uh, angry, angry, slightly smaller somebody." Gosh, I wish it, it, that joke landed so well. Um, but it's great. I mean, that's what Deadpool is is supposed to Mi- be. Wasn't it was a misery reference? Yeah, I, or maybe I'm just remembering a misery reference for some was, reason. I think it was. I want to say it was like Anne Hathaway or something like <laughs> smaller, Anne, angrier Anne Hathaway. Yeah, yeah I don't remember. But that, but that movie, it looks awesome. We probably should have watched the preview today okay. in preparation. Uh, we've become that podcast that I'm yelling at. Like <laughs> you knew you were going to talk about this. Why didn't you look into it? But Jack? I could talk about Deadpool all day. Like I hope that he has his magical bag of he can pull whatever he wants out of it. Yeah, is- you were telling me. Okay, so so why don't you tell our four listeners, uh, <laughs> gauging high again yeah, with four. Again. Why don't you tell however many people are listening, uh, just a little bit about Deadpool because like me, I knew nothing about it and thought some of the things you were saying were really really funny. So Deadpool is obviously he was um, um, in the military. He got cancer uh, and he joined the Weapon X program because they told him that his cancer would be cured. Terminal uh, unless he joins Weapon X. And I believe which is the I, same program for anybody who isn't. In, who doesn't really understand? Same program that turned that gave the mutant Logan the animanium skeleton that turned him into Wolverine. Yes, uh, and his dad. If I remember right in the comics, um, his dad is actually the general. Um, yeah, 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 I believe he is. Yeah, yeah, his dad is the general. Um, who that, is that the was in charge of that? Gray Hulk in the movies now? Is he the Gray Hulk? I think he might be. I, um, again, they'll have to retcon some. Well, so, so some of it's Marvel, some of it's Fox, so it's all kind of murky anyway. Yeah, I think he's Red Hulk in the comics. Oh, maybe he's. Maybe he's. I don't. Remember. I don't remember. I don't. I, I, I don't remember the first Ed Norton Hulk movie anymore because nobody does. Marvel has told us to forget about it by recasting the role <laughs> three times. Uh, <laughs> I think so, they got it right this time. Ruffalo yeah, yeah, seems. Ruffalo's good. Ruffalo's just don't ask him his opinions on oil fracking. <laughs> it's best not to ask people any of their opinions <laughs> or their political opinions. Yeah. I prefer my actors without political opinions. Yeah. Uh, you know what? As far as I know, they just they get up, they act in front of the screen, and then they. They're, they go back to sleep. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So, um, okay. So he has this one main complaint that people have uh, that people don't like about Deadpool is he seems to pull uh, insane guns out of nowhere. Nice. Uh, because he's a comic book yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, he can. I mean, he literally, he, he could like reach into his pocket, pull out a huge gun, <laughs> you know, he, oh, oh, I have no guns, and all of a sudden pull behind his back and he's got two, you know, uh, uh, two Uzis. <laughs> um, that's part of the fun I think of Deadpool sure. like it can you, you can literally just be anything like oh man this is ridiculous and at one point he had a teleporter <laughs> that was uh, so he just would teleport out of where yeah yeah and and he the arc that got me back into Deadpool when I started rereading comics was an arc where somebody had compiled all of the pieces of Deadpool that have been cut off over the years had torso arms because he has the regenerative he has regenerative properties so they compiled those, sewed them together, and that that basically Frankenstein Deadpool was trying to kill Deadpool, and it was hilarious. Not everybody finds him hilarious, but I thought it was great. Now he has a, a an arc where he fights uh, other Marvel characters. Yep, yep. Marvel versus uh, or Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. Right. Um, that was very good. And one where he goes and fights. Presidents? Uh, that's the Brian Posehn uh, reboot. When they started that, it was uh, somebody had yeah reanimated all the presidents, or the presidents' ghosts were something was going on with those. I still yeah those were really good. 
And his what if Deadpool? What if Deadpool had the Carnage symbiote? <laughs> that was oh, that was so good. I have to track that one down. On that eBay. was really, really. Funny. And if if somebody from Marvel is listening, um, would you please release the what ifs in graphic novel form? Just a giant graphic novel, or, or a couple. Release four or five. I mean, I loved the what if comics as a kid. Still love them. Yeah. They're only available as single issues still. You would think that they put those into some what if. Everything else is is graphic novel. Let's what if these graphic novels. What's graphic novel? These what ifs. <laughs> anyway. What if Marvel released a graphic novel of what ifs? <laughs> I would buy it, as would many other people. Marvel. So I can talk forever about Deadpool, but we'll move on. To we should move else. on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I thought we could uh, shift from the Marvel slash Fox universe uh, over to the DC universe. Yes. Uh, and let's start off with the Batman versus Superman preview, which, in oh, my opinion, was so great. It was amazing. Yeah. Now I liked the first Superman movie, Man of Steel or whatever it was. I didn't see it. You what? I didn't see it. The the new one with uh, what's his face? Didn't I want to say it. Henry Caviezel, but that's not it. John Caviezel. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I never see it. Really? Yeah, so I don't see it. Well, it's fantastic. Okay. I'll watch it. Okay, so um, spoiler alert: the movie ends. Uncle Ben does. <laughs> no, Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben does. Did you see that Marissa Tomei is Aunt May or whatever in the new Spider-Man? Weird. Crazy. I saw a thing on. Uh, it must have been on Facebook, and it just basically said that awkward moment when Aunt May is cuter than than Gwen and uh, Mary Jane or whatever. Oh. <laughs> That is weird. I saw that. That was strange. I mean, I love Marissa Tomei. I think she's great. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I just... I George Costanza would be super excited about Costanza. this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Seinfeld reference yeah, for all you Seinfeld great fans. Seinfeld. Uh, so, anyway, movie uh, Man of Steel ends tons of destruction in mm-hmm. Metropolis. Yes. Uh, and so it appears that Batman vs. Superman is going to kind of pick up on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think of the, of the, of the preview? It was it's fabulous. If I mean, I, and I haven't even watched that Superman movie, the Superman movie. So it was great. Um, uh, there was a lot of cool stuff in it, um, I, and I'm actually really excited. I was not on board for this movie at all. Like I, I, I wrote. I was like, eh, whatever. I'll watch it when I watch off, it. Yeah. Now I'm actually super excited for this. DC's actually done something that's piqued my interest, which they couldn't do in comics. So, <laughs> so <Sorry. Ouch. laughs> uh, they actually did. You something. like Green Lantern comics, though? I enjoy older Green Lantern. Okay. Not newer. Uh, they haven't piqued my interest in a long time. Okay. Um, even Batman arcs, but so I was very like interested in the stuff that that they were doing. What did you think? I thought it was great. Uh, I love the uh, I love a lot of the imagery that was in the preview. Um, a lot of the uh, again, I'm just going to say it. A lot of the Christ-like imagery that they gave to Superman. Yes. Uh, I feel like they made it's it's interesting. I feel like they made both Superman and Batman look like both the good guy and the bad guy. Yeah, I think that people are going to be. I think this is an interesting way to do a movie because you're going to be people are going to be split. But very who they think is right and who they think is wrong. And I think you could make an argument for both of them as the bad guy and both of them as the good guy. I mean, you've got Superman who, uh, obviously Superman trying to save the planet. You know, Amy Adams as Lois Lane is trying to say, look, you know, you're you're just trying to help. You're just trying to help. At the same time, though, they've given him a lot of um, 
a lot of Christ-like imagery to turn people off, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, not that there's anything to be turned off of with Christ, but just that make... I'm just looking for... <laughs> no lightning. Lightning. Uh, or, but know. that by portraying Superman like that, I think you instantly go, well, wait a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, it, you can't do that. It, well, because that, it's a polarizing... It, it's a polarizing, you know... You know, and, and it's not... I don't think it's the... I, I think you'll say a lot of people, look, no, that imagery should not be used as for a character like that. Um, but then you've also got... Uh, I feel like a lot of the shots uh, invoked a, uh, a very heavily, let's call it a World War II German feel to it, where Superman had like his private guard and they were you know yes. on one knee yeah. bowing to them. Yeah. Um, so I feel like there's a lot of that imagery too that uh, that is involved. Now with Batman though, but you yeah you've got old guy going on a rampage, total vigilante, um, you know going crazy because. You know, his Wayne financial towers crumbled and... He saw people that he has known and cared about... Die, die because again, of again. what Superman does. And probably, and, and I'm speculating here, probably re making him remember what it was like when his mother and father... Has, I mean, he pro he has to answer for those people. Right. You know, he has to tell those families, he has to tell those kids, you know, about that. And it's... It made him go crazy. But did he really go crazy? So that's yeah. that's the part I like. Now, the only thing that I saw in the preview that I really, really could do without is the scene where Bruce Wayne's parents are killed. I didn't see that. There was a little snippet of a shot of, it was obviously oh. the Waynes being killed. Now, how many more times are we going to have to watch the scene? Every time they reboot this character, we get a shot of the scene. We got a shot of the scene when Michael Keaton was Batman. We got a shot of the scene when Christian Bale was Batman. We got a shot of the scene in the TV show Gotham in the first episode. And now we're going to get the scene again. Look, we, 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 we get it. It's like with Spider-Man. You don't, you know, with whatever Marvel's doing with Spider-Man, we don't need to see Peter Parker get bit by the radioactive spider. We get it. Yeah. We don't need to see Bruce Wayne's parents get killed. We get it. It's been... It's been done. I mean, it's part of popular culture now. At this point, everybody knows that Bruce Wayne's parents get killed by someone after they were at a night at the theater or the movies or whatever. Now... Did you see what I showed you in the trailer? What I what I told you to look for in the trailer when I saw because I saw it on Bleeding Cool that little Easter egg. Yes, and we're gonna touch on that. Well, why bit. don't you touch on that now? Well, we can touch on it. No, 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 okay. no, no. Why don't? Because I have a there's there's a, a fan theory that I have oh, coming up. Yes. So why don't you mention what you saw? Okay, so in the trailer, um, and I I was not the one that found it. Somebody else found it in the trailer for Batman vs Superman. You see a close up of. What everyone was assuming was a Batman suit uh, that had spray paint on it. Right. Well, and somebody, it said, the joke's on you. Yeah, ha, 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 the joke's on you, Bats. If you pause it, you see an R. You see the Robin symbol. So you, that's obviously, it's a Robin suit. Right. And you're assuming that in this universe, either something, Batman had a Robin, and either they did the, the laughing game, was it the laughing game? Or Death in the Family. They did the right. Death in the Family storyline. Laughing Game was when uh, he shot um, Commissioner Gordon's daughter. Um, but they they um, they did the arc where Robin died. 
Somehow Robin dies. Yes, somehow. And the insinuation... Or he's Nightwing now. Right. But the insinuation is that something happened to Robin, and I think that you can judge from this clip that Joker was somehow involved. Yes, somehow. So it's either it's either that, or he's Nightwing, you know, or it's Dick Grayson who went on to be Nightwing, and it's not Jason Todd that died. Which is, it's, it's for anyone who two. doesn't know Jason Todd, the second Robin. Yes. And if they are bringing Nightwing to the DC Universe... That would be great. I would be on board. That would be great. Uh, so I'd like to quickly, before I get to my theory here, uh, I'd like to also talk about the leaked Suicide Squad footage that we saw. Yes. This is a movie that, on the surface, I want to like, mm-hmm. and I want to be all in for. I don't know that I am. Really? Yeah, I love the fact that you've got uh, that you've got Joker, that you've got Harley Quinn in the movie. I'm not totally on board with it, but the more I think about it, the more on board I get. Um, also, my fan theory coming soon uh, puts me a little bit more on board with this movie. What did you think of the footage? Well, it, first I want to know before before this, are you f- fighting this because you don't have? Knowledge of the characters? Yeah, I know nothing. I've okay. read no. I've read. Okay. I have in my life since the time I was twelve read absolutely zero DC comics. Okay. So, okay. So that's part of your. your I, I don't your, know these your, people. You're wavering. You don't know what. Yeah, you don't know what's going on. And and, and in all honesty, the leaked footage we got. Yeah. Doesn't. Well, now it's actually we should we have there's real a, footage. There's but, HD footage. Uh, doesn't tell you anything about yeah. these characters, and, and except to, that they're the bad guys working for the government. Harley Quinn and and Joker are the two, that along with Will Smith. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, you have the big names like that, but you don't. I, mean, I don't know anything about. Yeah, them. you don't know Deadeye or, you know. Um, I got nothing. Yeah, so I think that it's, Deadeye's Colin Farrell, right? <laughs> yes. Was he? No. Oh, he was. <laughs> Colin Farrell was dead. Bullseye. 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 In a Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, I know nothing. Um. So, okay. I, I'm Arya Stark right now. I again, nothing. I did not have any expectations for this movie at all. Now, it could be the San Diego hype train has picked me up and I'm riding... <laughs> well, that's what the hype train is yeah, supposed to do. I'm riding all the way to the end of the line. <laughs> uh but I've done some research into because I wasn't familiar with some of the um, some of the characters, um, uh, but I've done some research um, and read on, read into the stuff. And if they, I mean, I've never read the Suicide co- Comics. Is there but, a Suicide Squad comic? Yeah, there is okay. a Suicide Squad comic. But I don't know. Did it survive in the New Fifty Two? I think so. Okay. I think they rebooted it. Um, but I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this movie. I don't know how. I I don't know what they're trying to accomplish with I don't know if they're trying to like hey Guardians of the Galaxy was great and that's kind of an obscure comic let's throw just all these right you know villains in here to broaden our our stuff because we're building a Justice League movie right and stuff like that and we need to establish more villains which they don't really have to do because they could do that in a Justice, in a League, Justice movie. League movie but. I don't know how to feel about it. It looks really great, but are they going to get the Spider-Man three issue where right. there's a too b- much too much story going too much. on for each person? Mm-hmm. So yeah. So that actually leads us right into our fan theory. Now, folks, we promised you in episode one that when spoilers were coming, we would tell you. Yes. I feel like with this theory, I, I really feel like this could be what's happening. Really. So, I'm going to give out a spoiler alert. Okay. okay, folks, if you don't want to know 
any spoilers about Batman vs. Superman and Suicide Squad, jump ahead five minutes right now. I'm going to give you a second to reach for your phone and hit the little button to jump ahead five minutes or just unplug the headphone jack from your car or do whatever it is you got to do. But five minutes starts now. Okay, so if you're back, hopefully you enjoyed the spoiler alert sounder. Uh, <laughs> that's a little bit of fun. That was great. So, uh, okay, here are the spoilers. So, the spoiler I saw, Nick. Okay. I wish I could take a picture of your face right now. Yeah, because I haven't heard any of this. I, I really, when I say that, Bill and I talk a lot. And when I say that we don't talk before the podcast about the things we're going to discuss on the podcast, it's very, very hard for us it's, not to. It's incredibly horrible. I actually yeah. sent Nick a note about this last night. Yeah. So here's the here's the the fan theory, is that Jared's Leto, Jared Leto's Joker. Okay. Is Jason Todd. Really. So Jared Leto is the Joker, is the second Robin. Now. Nick has a very, very perplexed look on his face. Let me just give you, let me give you this guy's theory, okay? That so awesome. So the theory is that he's Jason Todd, who okay. uh, obviously, as we discussed a minute ago, takes over as Robin when Dick Grayson becomes Nightwing. Okay. Right. Yep. So uh, in the comics, Jason Todd is murdered by the Joker. He's beaten with a crowbar, left for dead, and then blown up. Right. Yeah. All right. So Batman, as you may or may not know, but as our listeners certainly don't know, Batman mourns this death for years, and it weighs years. heavily on him. Yeah. And and I really feel like now that this is going to tie in with some of that Batman versus Superman stuff and kind of tie these two movies together because you're going to have Batman being very remorseful for Jason Todd's death sure. at the hands of Joker. Sure. Uh, Jason Todd in the comics comes back. Yes. And he's the uh, Red Hood. Yes. Now... The Red Hood is who Joker was before, before he fell into the acid. Yes. Okay, so so now we have a history in the comics of Jason Todd taking on the same persona as Joker. So there's a foundation here, right? Sure. Uh, so some of the reasons why people are thinking maybe Jason Todd is Joker. One, because Jason Todd has been quote-unquote the Joker before. Uh-huh. Jared Leto's character heavily tattooed. Yes. In this. Does not look like the Joker. Does not look like the Joker at all. And in fact, could you imagine... Now, let's assume... Let's assume that we're talking about the Joker as Heath Ledger, right? Mm-hmm. Would the Joker character sit in a tattoo chair for as many hours as it would take to get all of those tattoos? No. Probably not. It's, it's a stretch to think that he would. Sure. Right? So, there's that. Mm-hmm. Now... The Joker character in Suicide Squad, you can see that he's got a J tattooed on his face. Yep. For Joker. Yep. Or for Jason. Oh. Like, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, there's a tattoo on his right arm that some folks think look like feathers. Could that be a tattoo of a Robin? Oh. Reminding himself of what he was before. 
so we talked about the Robin costume. These guys are thinking it's a statue, a Robin statue that's been defaced with the jokes on you. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Obviously insinuating that Joker has killed Robin, but what if the joke is that the Joker is Robin? <laughs> Wow. Uh, Nick's mind has been blown, folks. I, it has. Uh, also, the other piece of it was, so in the Batman vs. Superman uh, comic, or in the Batman vs. Superman preview, Bruce Wayne is holding a newspaper that says, quote, you let your family die. Yes. Well, he didn't really let his parents die. His parents died. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. But he let he let Jason Todd, his quote-unquote family, family, die. Now, whoever sent that to him, and it looked to be the Joker, would be the assumption, knew who Bruce Wayne was. Mm-hmm. Because he sent him the newspaper. Sure. So Jason Todd would know who Bruce Wayne is. True. Sent him this newspaper. Uh, the other thing that they pointed to was that the you let your family die. Apparently that wording was used in the comic book arc where Jason comes back. Todd dies. Oh. Where Jason Todd dies. So, that being said, and as we're joined back by our listeners who, uh, maybe you guys give us another minute. <laughs> Jump ahead one more minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's credible. If this is what they're doing. It's brilliant. That's amazing. I mean, talk about making this. That, I mean, that's the... Uh, to put it in a wrestling term, uh, that's a huge swerve. Yeah, and it would make it would make a lot of sense why he looks the way he looked. Yeah, it would make a lot of sense the things that you pointed out. Mm-hmm. Now, the, now it's a it's a it's a sketchy theory. Yes, I, I mean, mean there's it, not a lot of evidence here, but at the at the moment, all we have to go on are. Are two previews. Yes, yeah, it's a great theory, and it could and it could hold up. It could be totally not true, but if it is, I think that's, it's brilliant. That's a long con that is going to play out in the end. Um, the one thing that I will point out is that Joker knows uh, not not just um, Jason, but Joker knows uh, who Batman is. Uh, right, he, he does. He right, does. And, right. And, he, and they say in the comics, and I forget. I, I no, I got st- We've been joined back by our listeners who are not going to make jump ahead again. No, so, no, no, we won't. Uh, no more spoilers here. We're just kind of finishing up our thought. Yes, uh, he knows who who he is. I mean, it's been that's been said before. Okay. Um, that's all. That's all I want to say. That's so, it. That's it. Uh, anyway, a brilliant theory. I think a fabulous theory. Uh, if it turns out to be true, would be an amazing story. Fabulous. I mean, I. That would make me want to see more of these movies. Um, I also like the fact that this theory could tie in and could allow the other movies to continue to exist. Well, and it could also give... It could be like what Marvel does with their movies. You know what I mean? Well, and it, it's, it's obviously... It's a, to the bigger arc. It's obviously a cinematic universe, yeah. a bigger arc. Yeah. But I like that it allows the Christian Bale Batman movies to still exist in this universe. Mm-hmm. And for us to not, again, just go, okay, those yeah. aren't really a thing yeah, anymore. we have to forget about him. Forget about three inside. brilliant movies, because those Christian Bale movies were great. Amazing. I mean, yeah, you know, maybe the Bane thing was a little weird. But, you know, those movies were fantastic. Yeah, and, sure. um Anything that would allow me to continue to 
recognize them as being a thing, I think, is brilliant. Sure. They don't always have to retcon everything away. Right. And I think maybe these guys are starting to realize it. I hope so. The success that Marvel's had, I hope, is starting to make people realize I really, that. I really hope that's true. That, that I really do, re- too. That was really cool. Yeah. yeah. That was great. I wish I had a picture of your face. Oh. Okay, so uh, moving on, because we're getting close to the end of the show here. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to touch a little bit on uh, Ash versus the Evil Dead. <laughs> Which now, now Nick and I both fans of the Evil Dead and the movie Army of Darkness. Yes. Uh, in fact, I have the Army of Darkness on my phone right now because I always have it on my phone in case I decide I just need to watch it. And me, my mother-in-law tells me stories constantly about how she was friends with those guys. Oh yeah. Uh, the um, Tapert and Ramey yeah, yeah, and everybody. Yeah, uh, uh, Tapert, I believe. Uh, whoever's married to Lucy Lawless. Uh, I believe it's Sam. No, it's Rob Tabor. Yeah. He, whoever's married to Lucy Lawless. She was friends with uh, his sister. Um, uh, funny. She told me a funny story about how he used to call in and pretend to be her parent at school and say, oh, she has to leave. Uh, she's not feeling well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. So she says that he used to, he used to call in for them and do that. Um, yeah, I mean, those movies are brilliant. Yeah. And that show... It, it looks like it's, it's just going to pick right off. It look it looks like it's going to be, and I think it's an hour. It's, it's got to be an hour. It, it's on stars. It has to. It's on stars, right? It, it looks like it's going to be an hour of a movie. The Evil Dead. Yeah. Times 10 or 13 or however many episodes be they so were. so good. Yeah. So much. And it looks like they're using the same effects. Yep. Use, everything's the same. And that's what I love about those guys. They all use the same stuff. And I wish somehow that we could get them on this to talk to them. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. That would be amazing. Over a series of podcasts because we wouldn't be able to. Con- no, no, no. Con- that'd be like a six part podcast. But yeah. that would be awesome. Well, and I love um, the fact that, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Bruce Campbell. Yes. Always have been, yes. uh, always will be. Uh, Bruce, would love to have you on the show. Um, yes. After I'd have to be giggly for an hour, but then we can record something. Couldn't do anything but I love the fact that Ash is back. You know, yes. you've got you've got basically Ash twenty five years later. They didn't mess around with him. Nope. It's like, look, here is Ash. He is back. He's still the same Ash. Yep. Just looks fantastic. Looks great. Uh, the the blood and gore is still. Which is slang terms, kids, for candy. Yes, yes, for candy. Uh, the, it's it's still there. Um, you know, uh, everything that you liked about the Evil Dead, like... Is there. Yeah, I mean, we... But I don't think it's over the top. I don't think... No, not at Unlike all. the remake movie that I feel like was really over the top. It was. Really I, good movie still. I don't feel like this series is going to be like that. No, no. It's going to be like the first... Two movies and yeah. the Army of Darkness. Oh. It's that's that's what I think that we're getting. That's what I hope that we're getting. So great because I, I enjoyed the reboot. I don't, did you enjoy the? Yeah, you know, I haven't seen it. Okay, it was it was very good. It was very good. Um, but when I think about the Evil Dead, I think about the first two movies, and that's what I feel like we're getting here. See, it's funny. I I saw the first one of those movies I saw was actually Army of Darkness. Really? Yeah. So I saw Army of Darkness first, and then went back and watched Evil Dead. I'm trying to remember. I think that I, I want to say that I saw Army of Darkness first, but okay. I don't, I don't know. I remember it really messed with me, one and two. Oh yeah, but it's what's well, they're they're very different movies. Yeah, and the it, first two, and then Army of Darkness. Yeah, I mean, I think the second, 
But yeah, the de- well, though, yeah, those are. I mean, it's totally different. They understood what they were doing. <laughs> you know, they they knew they had. A, they knew they were making a campy horror film yeah, flick in the uh, third one. Yeah, yeah. By that time, they yeah. they figured out that the humor was awesome. Yeah, uh, like that's what they needed. Ad. They needed they needed the humor and the horror. Yeah, and and so that's I mean, but I don't know. The first one was good. The second one, I just I had a. For some reason, I could never wrap my brain around it right away. Uh, I think because they made it for like fifteen dollars, something like that. <laughs> and so, and then the third one was just the third one. Man. Yeah. The third one was great. Yeah. And you know, so, I think this show is gonna be fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah. This good. I, if I had cable, I would buy stars. <laughs> if I had a million dollars, I'd buy stars. Yes. As it is, I'll still find a way to watch the show. Oh, I'll find oh, a way. Just not going to say how. Yeah, and I will, you know what? And I'm, Probably the same way that I'm watching The Last Ship right now. <laughs> I'll tell from you From a website in France. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I don't buy a lot of, I, I don't buy a lot of movies. I don't buy a lot of stuff. Simply because, you know, budget, you buy a lot. You buy, sure, you, you can't know, buy everything. Yeah, you buy what you want. I will buy this show when it comes out on TV. Yeah, I could I could see that. Yeah, I, I will. This will be something that I'll collect. And put it on the shelf right next to Evil Dead 1, Evil Dead right, 2, right Army Darkness. The, right next to the collector's edition with the um, the um, of the Necronomicon. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I, I saw that one one uh, one day while I was at a store that I don't go to anymore. And um, My brother has that version, I believe. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, it is like the soft phone. Yep. Oh, yeah. 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 And I was like, this is pretty cool. And so, yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right, and then the last thing that we wanted to talk about today, folks, uh, the Fear of the Walking Dead trailer. Yes, I thought it looked great. It looks it looks really good. I, I I'm very very interested in what they're going to do because I feel like when you see a zombie movie, mm-hmm. you think, how do you not know that these are zombies? Like, well, because now, okay, so let's take it back just half a step. Sure. So Robert Kirkman, when he decided to start writing the Walking Dead comic book, wrote the Walking Dead because he said that he always loved zombie movies, mm-hmm. but always wondered what happened next. Yes. So the Walking Dead was always intended to be a. This is what happens after you're done watching your yeah. George Romero zombie movie. Exactly. You know, you watch your Night of the Living Dead, you watch your Day of the Dead, you watch your Dawn of the Dead. This is what happens next. Yeah, this is after. Um, and so this Fear of the Walking Dead is basically Kirkman's zombie movie that he never got to make. True. And you're right, because how would you not realize these are reanimated people? Are we, I mean... But my, we've seen zombie movies. Yes, and, and but are we living in a world where there are zombie movies? Am I, well, I, have to, I think you have to assume that in this world, because they call them walkers, they call them roamers, roamers they call them biters. biters. You have to assume these people don't know what a zombie is. Okay. Because they're never really referred to as zombies, so the word doesn't exist, which means these people have never seen this phenomenon before. So then, I think you have to assume you're in that world. Okay. I, you know, I've never actually thought about that. Really? I'm, I've never thought, I've never went watching The Walking Dead. And thought, man, they don't ever refer to these people as zombies. You're right. Yeah, they don't. I've never, I've never, I've never thought that they had a different bunch of different names for them. Mm-hmm. Never referred to them as zombies. No, so because that is well, a zombie is a made up word that I think was, uh, well, if it wasn't invented by George Romero in Night of the Living Dead, it was popularized by George oh, Romero yeah, in Night of the Living Dead. But the, I mean, if you think about it, Romero made that movie and zombies became a thing you know if you look back at the old Hollywood horror you know the, the your uh, your Draculas your uh, Creature from the Black Lagoons your Lon Chaney movies there were there was no zombie movie 
True. They made a Wolfman movie. They made a Frankenstein movie. They made a Dracula movie. But they did Zombie was because it wasn't a thing. Romero turned it into a thing. True. So props to George Romero, who Definitely. doesn't ever get enough credit, in my opinion, ever for making these things. But Romero brought zombies into our culture. You know, you could argue that you know the Haitians did it with voodoo and whatever. Well, yeah. Okay, I'm not going to make that argument because I don't want them but to he, put a, but he a curse put, on me. But he definitely put brought it to popular culture. You're right. <laughs> right. So that makes sense, and that kind of kills my theory, or <laughs> or kills my kills my issue with that. But or with well, not with that. With any with any zombie zombie show. Sure. I so mean, maybe we're suspending belief and saying you have they to. Don't, they don't know. They you have don't, to well, suspend I mean, belief. I guess we have to because they're zombies too. That they don't realize at first that you have to shoot them in the head. Because let me tell you, if a zombie came in here tomorrow, I'd be like, "That's a zombie. Give me a pen. I'm gonna stab it in the head." <laughs> <laughs> Movie's over, run the credits. Yeah, guess what? Nick saved the world. Also, I have a theory that if the zombie apocalypse happens, the only way uh, the only way that we are safe is if it happens in Florida <laughs> or uh, somewhere, really just anywhere in general, somewhere in the south where they don't have all their teeth. <laughs> so, so, well, so now, now if a zombie, so we wouldn't ever really, I don't, we wouldn't really have an issue with a zombie apocalypse because. No. We understand zombies, but what if there was an apocalypse where these creatures are reanimated and the only way to get them is to get them in their spleen? That'd suck, because I don't even know what a spleen is. That's a, now you are in their world. You have no idea where to get You don't know what makes what these people go, why they're doing it, what happened to them, how to fix it, and I think that's the world we're in. And I love the fact that in this trailer, there's a kid who's trying to tell people what's going on and they are thinking he made it up, or that he's hallucinating. He just doesn't get it. Nobody, Nobody believes him, which is fantastic. Well, yeah, man, that is a, that is a great trailer. Yeah, it really was. I'm really excited. I, I have to be honest. I was on the fence for that trailer. Too. Were you? I was because I was like, what? Can, how how do you spin off a zombie movie? A zombie movie. Well, and or, then the big question will be, how does this run concurrent with The Walking Dead? Because they have to, into each other, right? Well, eventually, they're going to overlap. I mean, I don't know how far they're going to go ahead on time, or if they'll run, you know, hey, okay, now it's been, if if The Walking Dead's been two years since the zombie apocalypse now, then are we ever going to get to the point where they're running at the same time? Well, and also, we have no we have no time frame of reference of right. what, where they're at. I mean, we have a pretty so, good idea because we've been through a couple of seasons. Well, yeah, but... I mean, I mean, but you don't know what they could do. Is what and what would be really cool is if at some point during The Walking Dead you find either a these people still alive, right, or a these people dying, or dead. But yeah. you don't know when they die. You you just know where, right? And you know, I mean, it kind of in the show they could tease. You know, what they're going. It to. would be really cool. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough to interweave them for a couple of reasons. One because this one's taking place in L.A., mm-hmm. whereas Walking Dead was Atlanta. And no, I didn't Alexandria. realize it, I didn't realize it was L.A. Yeah, it's L.A. I thought I see because I thought it was Atlanta. Yeah, no, no, no. They're doing this one in L.A. So okay. I mean, okay, so it's separate. And when you think about well, it, it's two separate coasts. Could not be further apart once this thing happens because they're by D.C. now. Yeah, they're so by they're DC two, now. They're two, two separate worlds. I mean, yeah, you figure 2,000 miles, it may as well be an ocean that separates them. Because they have no way of getting it. it, it it's almost impossible. So I don't know how much we're going to see in you know them back and forth. I think it'd be great, but you're going to run into a point where, okay, so season three of Fear the Walking Dead is going to be at the same time as season three of The Walking Dead, 
potentially, mm-hmm. but we're on season eight, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so it's going to be tough to yeah, yeah. have them mush into each other. Yeah, but you're going to probably have throwback. Or, you know, Something will happen. Yeah. I have faith at some point these guys will run into each other or we'll get little Easter eggs. You'll see, you know, Kirkman Rick's hat yeah. on the ground. These guys will pick it up or whatever. Kirkman does a good job of that. He does, and he will. Yeah, he will. So super excited. Super excited. August whatever if couldn't come soon enough. 28th. And thank you for making me bite the bullet and watch The Evil Dead even though I was The Walking Dead, dead. yeah what did I say The Evil Dead yeah uh, The Walking Dead because I was couldn't have been more against it uh, could, you watched a couple episodes of the first season I, I didn't care for it I think the first two and I and, and in real time you know and when I, it was on yeah when it was on back and, in the day and I was like you know, I just I wasn't I wasn't into it. I, I saw the preview and I was like, "This is great, a show about zombies." Because I didn't know it was a book. Yeah. And then I figured out that it was a comic book, and I read the comic book, and the comic book is phenomenal. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Yeah. No, I uh, I'm one of those people who started watching it from the beginning. Yep. Uh, when it was on during Rob Zombie's Halloween Horror Nights, I watched it. <laughs> uh, horror Nights, just to be clear. Yes. H o r r o r. The other one's a totally different show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, different channel. It's still by Rob Zombie, though, basically yeah. enough. Yeah, weird, isn't it? It's got a real range. <laughs> the, uh, um, yeah, started watching it from episode one, uh, watched the first six episodes, and then was horrified that I had to wait another year to get more of it. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping that we're horrified we have to wait another year to get more of Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. Although my hope is that with, uh, as the, with how well summer TV does nowadays uh, and the success of shows like a burn notice that was on during the summer, Nip yep. Tuck, yep. Uh, that was on during the summer, Psych uh, that was on during the summer, that they will uh, give us a, a larger season next year, sure. which will make the show have to start in say July, yep. and then we'll run we'll run Fear the Walking Dead from July to October, pick up the Walking Dead in October, have their two break for Christmas, and then we'll only have a, a few months of the year where we actually don't have one of these shows to watch. Would be pretty nice. Would be really great. Would be pretty nice. So, yeah. do you have anything else to add today before we let everybody go? Uh, you know, I really can't. I th- I would like to say this is the best podcast I think we've done. Uh, I hope everyone is the best one we've done, so I think that we so. just I think continue only, to get better. It's only going to get better from there. Yeah. But this, I think, was a great podcast. I agree. I agree. This was great. Hopefully, you folks think we were great. Yeah. Uh, let us know how we did. But again, be kind. We have families. Yeah. Uh, you can hit us up again Twitter at Pillow Podcast. Uh, at the two hundred dollar man, or if you just want to yell at me at the Bill Heron. Yes, uh, we all we like any sort of feedback, and we like new followers. We we'll, do. We'll talk to you. Check us. Yeah, yeah we will talk to we you. We will. I mean, I think that separates us from most because we're responsive. Yeah, we. I mean, you know, I'll talk to anybody. Yeah, uh, my wife says it all the time. Yeah, you know that person? No. No. Why are you talking to him? Well, why not? Yeah. Uh, you can check out our website, localflavorproductions.net. You can get links to my blog and Nick's blog. That he hasn't wrote on yet. Well, he will. Yeah. Um, you get links to our <laughs> blogs on there. We blog about many, many things that are in, of interest to us. Check yeah. those out. Uh, the topics will surprise you. Uh, and I think that's it. I think, yeah, I think, you know, I think that's the show. Awesome. That's the show. That's Thanks for show. listening, everybody. We'll see you on episode four. Yes. Right, bye. Bye. <laughs> But what of the things that we've shared? What of all the, the sweet words that you spoke in private? Oh, uh, well... Well, that's just what we call Pillow Talk, baby. Thank you for listening to the Pillow Talk podcast. The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says All Right by The Hard Lessons. Find more information on them at thehardlessons.bandcamp.com. 
visit us on the web at Local Flavors. Don't forget. <laughs> at Local Flavors Productions. Thank you for listening to Pillow Talk.